our opening collect for today, for this Feast of the Baptism, says, grant that your children may always be well-pleasing to you, O God. Well-pleasing. What does it mean to please God the Father? That might conjure up some uh, interesting images for each of us in different ways. Perhaps it might conjure up images of placating an angry and vengeful God. Or maybe doing as many good acts of charity as possible to please God. Or uh, maybe saying as many prayers as possible. And then that would please God. And although all, each of these things has their place, none of them is fully true. Because ultimately, we cannot please God by our own merits. Nothing we do by themselves pleases God. At our baptism, we became God's adopted sons and daughters. The words spoken by the Father to Jesus at his baptism that we heard in the gospel, we should make our own. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. We become God's adopted children through Jesus Christ at baptism. And that is why he looks upon us and is pleased, not because of what we have accomplished or done, but because when he looks upon us, he sees not only the creatures made in his image and likeness, but he sees his own beloved son, he sees his, his creatures recreated in the image of his own son. Consider the example of parents and a baby. The baby does nothing at all to earn a parent's love. It can't do anything. In fact, if anything, objectively speaking, it's a cause of annoyance at times and anxiety, and a lot of hard work. But this baby is, God willing, loved unconditionally, not because of what he or she has done to please the parents, but simply because the baby is, and is pleasing inherently to the mother and father. Now, this is not to say that uh, we are always pleasing to God. No, of course, God dislikes sin. And when we stray from him, he is not pleased with that. However, uh, this core identity of God's unconditional love for us uh, is the beginning of the Christian life. And this comes prior to anything God calls us to do, that his love is there uh, and open to us at all times in spite of anything and before anything we do.
And this is very important because this uh, passage of the baptism of Jesus comes at the very beginning of his public ministry in each of the four Gospels. This is a central mystery of the life of Christ. And it's not by accident that his baptism and the revelation of his identity comes at the beginning of his mission. Very often, both non-Christians and we ourselves, even devout believers, confuse or get out of order this, uh, these two essential things of identity and mission. The gospel makes it clear that identity and who we are in God's eyes comes before all else. But so often we put other things before our identity or we make our identity into other things uh, that come before what God gives us. So for example, the most common thing is placing our core identity in, in what we do, in our, in our careers, in our, in our pursuits in the world. For so many, that becomes the sort of defining factor of who I am. And it's almost natural because, you know, in everyday conversation, when you get to know someone, I mean, what's the first, second question you say? What do you do, right? Uh, so it's an easy, easy way of relating to somebody, but on a deeper level, how often does that become like my fundamental identity? What do I do or what have I accomplished? And then furthermore, now um, uh, today, and we have these other sort of identities uh, that, that, that add further confusion to this ordering, proper ordering of things. You know, we have this whole, you know, gay, trans, straight, LGBTQ, whatever it is. All of these things people take on as this all-encompassing identity of, that captures the essence of who I am. And that's very uh, far from the truth as well. In fact, Pope Benedict said that identifying oneself in those ways, according to one's sexual identity or desires, is actually a reduction of the human person. And it's not to say that those things do not be addressed with, with reverence uh, and sensitivity, but to place those at the core of my being, of how I relate to the whole world, actually takes away one's own dignity. Because in the end, in the Christian life, what ultimately matters is two things. That I'm created in the image and likeness of God, and that in baptism, I am recreated in the image of his son, and I am God's beloved child. Anything that comes before that is to reduce are human persons, as Pope Benedict says. And when our identity gets out of order and gets misplaced with mission and what we do, then we sell ourselves very short and we don't live up to the greatness for which God has made us. Now, God does not love any of our sins and failings. 
but he loves us in spite of those. And he wants to love us in all our weaknesses and brokenness in order to transform them. When and only when I can live in that truth of who I am in God's eyes as beloved sons or daughters through Jesus Christ, then I ask, what is God calling me to do? What is my mission in life? So I invite you to take some time today to ponder the baptism of Jesus and your own baptism. Ponder the Father's love apart from anything you've done in life, good or bad, apart from anything you've accomplished. Live in the freedom of your truest identity, and you will be well-pleasing to God. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.